Hello, world, and welcome to the Imperfectus podcast. I am your presenter, Ems, medical student, classical musician, and polymath. Just Saturday ago, I did a superb music experiment with violin and played for a dear friend of mine for a birthday celebration. I was able to collaborate and figure out a duet arrangement with the only other violinist in my residence. Of course, still in a forever developing stage, there were the inklings of being an imperfectus in my performances, but well, why conjure a storm in my teacup? I just had so much fun regardless, and we were both appreciated for our musical gift to our friend. On the Imperfectus podcast, I storytell various anecdotes about my past, my cats, my present, various musings, and even some few gems of experiences in Cuba that have taught me a good lumber. I deconstruct the imperil lessons from these happenstances that sometimes reflect just how prone to error I can be, or how I or anyone can improve themselves with enough awareness and deliberation. Thanks for taking the time and consideration to tune into my podcast this week. I hope you enjoy this episode. As previously recounted, my house, or well, in my entire childhood and upbringing at home, involved several generations of various cats, descendants of mommy cat, and other new feline friends. Eventually, I would just pass on similar names to the new kittens that have like nearly the same patterns. One of such patterns was the gray tortoise shell jacket sort of pattern. Like, imagine a gray and then stripes. Of darker gray. Then there is white at the muzzle, the neck, chest, and the paws. Many of the kittens would have like velvet soft fur. These gray tortoise shells, different from the sleeker or a bit more short-haired common brothers or sisters of theirs that have like orange, ginger, or calico patterns. The earliest name I gave for like an adorable gray tortoise shell and it was probably the like the following half brother to the first generation of cats that include Cleo, Tampa, and Tigger and I called them the gray tortoise shells um when when. It's a random curious tendency I had like I just added like a W initial W version to the typical names like for Tigger I'll just later on it just I guess it degraded and we just called them Wigger and Thumpa became Wampa well I think Thumpa just stayed Thumpa and then we had a cat named Oreo and I called him Wario and then actually I just called him Wowo literally like at the time of this podcast, at this point, I named so many Wenwens that I think I forgot what was the original name before I converted to the W version. The first Wenwen grew to be more chibi and medium small than his brothers, Tompa or Wigger. The gray tortoise shells, like, they tend to be tomcats, or in other words, male. And later on, there was this one particular Wenwen who had like a strange problem in his eyes, like a sort of a bulge or it's tumor-like. It was all like covered, so I guess he was blind to one eye and it tended to water up and it looked like infected or something. We initially tried to help him by disinfecting with iodine every time, but didn't seem to get better. These like were a later generation of kittens that were discovered a little too late in their upbringing weeks and uh, 
They, if they're not tamed early enough, they just act feral upon human touch. This particular Wenwen was the only kitten that I was able to tame at the time for a good while. I don't know why I decided to choose him particularly. It seems so instinct to me to choose a special case. And later he was so affectionate. And later on his siblings were sort of tamed, but he was... It was not as and it was not as enthusiastic as the one I when when days are so blissful with oe when when let's just call them that like oe oe and then there came the sad purge to be done like how many cats is too many cats like this is gonna be another sad like goodbye and my father decided to include dear oe when when to be cast out. Like some kind of total drama island elimination. I miss the fellow always. It was so strange to me that despite that one part of imperfection that was seriously affecting his life at times, he was just perfect all over else. The velvet fur, friendly to me, adorable. A happy but ailing cat. Don't we know people with some imperfections? A genius but troubled in family, good at sports, bad at other aspects, great skill, great skill and responsibility but too controlling or worrisome and on and on. There's just so many unique combinations that no wonder successful couples are like a wonder or little groupies of friendlings of complementary traits are such bliss. When I think of or when when, I think of difference. This was a subject of one of my 100 fires drawings that if you didn't already know i draw under the name of mika kotoma or at mchemical m-k-a-m-i-k-a-l and i'm mostly active through instagram i'm currently sharing 100 drawings of things i like all in the colors of fire every saturday and i just have this reinforced tendency some inner inclination and fondness for difference just like a short while back in my old province while all my roomies wanted a bottom bunk i longed for a top bunk for crazy reasons right like different atmosphere maybe that could do me good or just a little bit of deliberation that i guess less people are gonna bother me at the top but Everyone else might go a certain way on the bandwagon, but I always want to be doing something pretty opposite or pretty unique. I don't have all the answers, and I'm an imperfect, but with a Derek Sivers mindset, I feel so at peace in my real self, and I wouldn't want to live with all that angst of not doing that. Or when was like a reminiscent symbol of appreciating difference despite. So I can think of all the cringy moments, social mistakes, bad decision making, inadequate approaches or responses that I went through. For sure, everyone has gone through some sort of grit of whatever kind. But it's all okay. It's all okay. It's that kind of kaleidoscope image that differs from person to person. That to me, I feel is so appealing. Whatever that is, like novel, changing, dynamic, eccentric, difference. Perhaps in other contexts, this could be very dangerous to be deliberately different considering strong bonds to tradition or customs. But in the creative sense, personality sense, I guess I find it the most intriguing and appreciate it whenever I can. Things won't always go in a certain finite way as we want it. People might not react the way we want them to or be the way we desire them to be. Not even ourselves if we can like come to wallow up in our faults that in fact other people are enamored by what they find like as strengths relative to them that we don't even know for ourselves difference 
is a part of the chaos and entropy as much as randomness. And that, fellow worldies, is what I hope we can acknowledge and appreciate in this week's episode. Thanks for listening, and you shall catch me in the Nexus. Psst, 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 psst.